you know have you ever heard statements like oh christianity is boring i'm pretty sure those people don't even know what they're doing everybody's just trying to copy the other person so it doesn't look like as if they have been left out and it would quite interest you to actually know that even quite a number of christians don't even understand what you're doing everybody's just you know doing what somebody else is doing just so it looks like oh okay yes we all belong to the same clique all the same set of people so when they mention christians oh yeah I'm one of them. We just raise up our hands in the air and then you wave it and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now tell me about it. <laughs> All right. So, like, seriously speaking, Christianity is far from boring. Like, recently, there was this um, trend I saw on TikTok and then it goes like, oh, when when I hear people say Christianity is boring, I go like, do you know the Holy Ghost? Like, seriously speaking, do you know the Holy Ghost? Oh my God. Partnership with the Holy Ghost, intimacy with the Holy Ghost just makes the whole Christian journey, makes the whole ride what's it. Like, it makes it, permit me to use the word, exciting amusing amazing makes it so much fun now see don't get me wrong okay yeah fine there will be days there will be days that you will not feel so good there will be days you'll not feel so excited to be a christian but beyond all of that it's beyond the feelings like it is way beyond the feelings all right guys so before i continue this is me saying welcome to Echoes of Mercy, Whispers of Love with Olua Shindara, and it is lovely to have you once again today. Okay, so as I was saying earlier, you are loved by God, like you're fiercely loved by God. Alright, so basically that is that's about that. Okay, so today we're gonna to be looking at relationships intimacy with the holy spirit because if there's one thing we need to know fundamentally is that our intimacy with the holy spirit is what determines the success of our other relationships our relationship with fellow human beings our relationship with even ourselves intimacy with the holy spirit is very fundamental now if there's one thing i want us to realize is that majority of us most of us like one thing i need you to know is as i'm talking i'm talking to myself also more often than not we tend to misinterpret who the holy spirit is we tend to misinterpret his personality we tend to look at him through the lens of our earthly parents we tend, we tend to look at him through the lens of um the attitude the behaviors that our fathers or even our mothers probably put up while we we're growing up we tend to regard the holy spirit in that light you know um, if there's one thing that kind of helped me, that really, really helped me in my relationship with God, is that I am a big time daddy's girl. Yes, and I'm not ashamed to say it, <laughs> just so you know. And I relate with my father like so closely. Most times, you would, you know, when people see the way I relate with my dad, they are usually like, like, I don't understand. How is it? Like, what's up? What's up? What's up? Now, that actually helped a lot. It went a long way in helping my relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because, trust me, there were, there were still days I saw him as this big guy up there, this mighty man, this mighty terrible one, who is usually very angry when I, you know, when I err, when I do things that are not pleasing to him and all of that. But if there is one thing that actually helped was that, I constantly remembered that each time I offend my dad, 
he might not talk to me for a couple of hours but the truth is if i go back to him to tell him that yeah, i'm sorry do you understand and then sometimes sometimes you know african parents now so it's not every time it happens so once in a blue moon like that when it happens and then <laughs> he apologizes too and the whole thing is sorted out that actually helped in my relationship with the holy spirit i actually helped my relationship with god and gradually as i began to study scriptures as i began to go through scriptures as i began to listen to messages and then my my heart began to get more open i realized that the holy spirit desires to be known he wants to like much more than any other thing he wants to, you to know him he wants you to seek him to know him do you understand you know, when Jesus was going to leave his disciples, he did tell them something. He said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. He said, I will send to you the spirit of truth. He will lead and guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit wants to be known. The Holy Spirit seeks to be known. <laughs> Do you get me? And the truth is, when he came into your life as a Christian, he did not come to you know stay with you as long as you remain righteous in the sense that as long as you do right things he's going to be there and the moment you mess up he checks out no no way that's he's not that kind of person that's not a characteristic of his personality you know the bible says in ephesians chapter 3 verse 18 19 thereabouts where scriptures made mention that he has come to make his permanent abode in you and in need i remind you that Righteousness is a gift. You didn't earn it. There is nothing you and I could ever have done to have earned the righteousness of God. You know, the Bible calls us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It simply means as long as we remain in Christ Jesus, we are righteous. It's not a function of our actions. Now, this is not in any way a license for us to continue in sin. It is more of a case of coming to the realization of who you are, of who Christ calls you, and patterning your life, patterning your actions to tally with the name in which you are called. You know, in one of the parables that Jesus was actually given, he made a there was a, in, a, in a particular scripture where he made a statement. He said, "If you were earthly fathers, know how to give good gifts unto your children." Because I think yes, the beginning was how many of you would your son ask for fish and you give him a stone? And I said, "If you ever earthly fathers rather know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more your heavenly Father?" Whew. I retreat again. You are fiercely loved. We are fiercely loved. You know, God does not ever not love you. There never comes a time in his mind that he doesn't love you. It has never happened. It will never happen. It will, like, it cannot call. Because his response to your actions, irrespective of whatever those actions might be, is love. Why? Because God himself is love. He's love personified. If there's one thing you need to remember in your journey as a Christian, is that you're first of all a child of God. Before you're a pastor, before you're a the prophet before you called into, into the office of an evangelist a teacher whatever ministry you might have been called into now bearing in mind that you don't necessarily need to be on the pulpit holding the mic and all of that in the actualization of the offices in which you've been called into but that's by the way so irrespective of whatever office you've been called to function in it there is one thing you need to fundamentally always remember is that you're first of all a child of god he is your father 
you know the bible says that we have not an high priest who is not touched with the feeling of our infirmities he has been tempted in every wise as we are yet without sin and if there's anything he does is that he seeks to bring us to that place where we will stand boldly and declare that the prince of this world comments and find it nothing in us why because we are the righteousness of god in christ jesus intimacy with him is koinonia intimacy with him is fellowship it is beyond just the routine it's a lifestyle it's not something you do just to make him happy all the time okay because we're trying to mark a register so that by the time they ask me did you fellowship with the holy spirit today i have to say yes i have to keep up and act no intimacy with the holy spirit is beyond the routine it's a lifestyle it's beyond trying to please him with your actions it's beyond trying to please him with your thoughts it's beyond trying to please him with your words beyond trying to please him with your attitude it is living your life each passing day to the glory of his name that men may behold you and see and know that indeed you have a father and you're living your life to the glory of him and him alone intimacy with the holy spirit is your growth process gradually every day every day is always better than the last it's a growth process you're growing each and every time yes there might be times you're gonna stumble and fall imagine a child who is trying to walk for the very first time in his life he's going to take a few steps and then he'll stumble and he'll fall but you know the beautiful part is that his parents his mom his dad siblings around are probably cheering him on and like get up continue you can actually get this done and that's how it is with us also as we journey it's a growth process gradually day by day there might be times we might stumble like that little child who's trying to work for the first time but you know the beautiful part is that he is always right there as an inner witness cheering us on letting us know that yes we can do this you know the bible says pressing forward towards the mark of higher calling in christ jesus he gives us the strength every day to show up he gives us the power every day to want to continue because see of our strength we can do nothing but you know the songwriter says in my weakness you are merciful Redeemer of my past and present wrongs. You're the roller of my future days to come. See, uh, intimacy with him is a growth process. Day by day, every day, we're getting better. The Bible says that we with open face as beholding as in a mirror. We are changed into the same image gradually gradually i will reiterate again intimacy with the holy spirit is a gradual process it's a growth process Intimacy with the Holy Spirit brings you to the place of knowledge of knowing what God wants for you. See, recently I was listening to a message and then if there's one thing, one of the major take-homes from that message for me was that the preacher made it really clear that if there's one thing that the devil steadily seeks to do is to change your perspective of who God is to you. And to change your perspective of who you are in him. And that is why he brings condemnation. And I will retreat again. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit brings you to that place of knowing 
who God, who you are in Christ and what God wants for you. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We don't just say it to make ourselves feel good. We don't just say it to feel excited. We say because we know that that is who we are. That's our position in Christ. It is who he has called us. He calls us righteous. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit brings you to that point whereby your waking thoughts and then your sleeping passion is just to make Jesus proud in your actions, your inactions, in the words you say, in the thoughts that cross your mind. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit brings you to that point whereby you just want to make him glad. You know, for the there was a particular time in my life that I felt that God was a tyrant yes i'm going to be really sincere with you i felt god was a tyrant i felt that if i didn't do things the way scriptures had you know outlined them then he hates me he doesn't love me and all of that now remember i said something earlier that my relationship with my dad growing up kind of helped my relationship with the holy spirit but i'm just trying to share with you that there are some days that that condemnation would set him so in so much if you're not careful you would forget the things that you even think you know if you're not well grounded you will forget the things that you even think that you know that's why beyond all the shouting that we do let this words become a revelation to you let the scriptures better revelation inside you that no matter what it is you are conscious of one thing that you are the righteousness of god in christ jesus and that you are fiercely loved you know another point in my life if there's one thing condemnation does is that condemnation Condemnation brings you to a point whereby you feel you're not deserving. And instead of you to move closer, you te- you want to move farther away. Like, she gets it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, quite, it's quite funny. You're dirty, yeah? You had, you had issues and then probably death spilled on your clothes and all of that. And then you're running away from soap and water. The possible, like, that's possibly the only thing that can make you clean. You're running away from it. And that's exactly how, that's exactly what condemnation does to us. Fine, we messed up. Good. No, sorry. Did I say good? All right. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> All right, fine. We messed up. Now, what exactly are we supposed to do? Condemnation makes you run away from the only person capable of making you clean. All in the name of, oh, I don't deserve this. I would rather just stay where I am. You were never deserving of his love before he sent his son to die for you. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit is beyond religion. It's beyond theoretical concepts is beyond what theology presents to us you know um there's this wonderful song by um by elevation worship and maverick city about talking to jesus now there's a line in that song that stands out so much for me it says it's not a religion it's more like a friendship like sincerely speaking you can't just with the Holy Ghost. Oh my God. Like you can't. He wants to talk to you. He wants to be involved in your life. See, the Holy Spirit is not just within us. It's not, his abode is not in us just so that, oh yes, we can pray in tongues. Yes, it's very necessary. Please don't get me wrong. But beyond all of that, he wants to be involved in your life. He wants to be involved in your life. You know, initially when I said, when like I stay warming up to that idea of the fact that he wants to be involved in my life. You know, one of the first things I actually stayed doing, it was, it's funny. One of the first things I actually stayed doing was asking him the clothes I should wear. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Like, trust me. Chike, I just wanted to like really try it out. You know, I've heard people say, okay, yes, he wants to be involved in my life. He wants to be, you know. And then I just, I just say asking him, okay, fine. Should I wait this? Do I wait this? Do I look better in this? Do I look better in that? And all of that. Now, the funny thing is that there are times that I end up wearing whatever it is I proposed in my mind to wear before, irrespective of whatever it is I hear. Do you understand? But then I just. I was just taking conscious effort to do those things to figure out that okay is this is he really who they say he is does he really want to be involved in my life i know see the holy spirit knows how to laugh mm-hmm. he smiles <laughs> he laughs <laughs> seriously he's a whole vibe like and much more than anything he loves you he wants to be involved with everything you do with that decision you're about to make as regarding friendship with that decision you're about to make as regarding your business as regarding your career choice as regarding your your career path as regarding that business you want to invest in with the person you want to invest in that business with as regarding that person you want to go into a relationship a dating relationship with he wants to know every single thing he wants to be involved he's not here to dictate how your life should run it's more of a fellowship it's a communication you're letting him know okay fine father this is what i want to do what would you have me do instead you know the way you create time for the people that that you love around you is the same way even much more than that that you create time for the holy spirit and yes there are times that you know most of us have made it seem like a like it's a religious kind of act you have to lock yourself up somewhere you know pray maybe hours before you hear him speak and all of that like seriously speaking really like really the truth is he's constantly speaking even his silence has words in it he's constantly speaking we're just the ones that are not either coming off to hear or we are not even listening at all is is one of the two it's either we are not listening at all or we're not calm enough to actually hear him talk you know some of us just approach his presence and then we just pray 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 and everything and you just you know stand up and then you walk away boom and you know most times we say god doesn't talk to us we don't hear him speak when last did you open your bible amen <laughs> when last did you open your bible because intimacy with the holy spirit brings you to that point of knowing to that point of knowledge knowing you know the bible says that eternal life is that we may know him the only true god and his son that he has sent how can you know him scriptures steadily studying scriptures take out time to read your bible don't just today you're in today you're in ephesians tomorrow you're in philippians next tomorrow you're in exodus and that day you're in numbers Mm-mm systematic study of scriptures get a bible plan do a character study a topical study study by books whichever one works for you intentionality intimacy with the holy spirit teaches you to trust his heart ah even when situations around you are looking like they want to overwhelm you intimacy with him teaches you to trust his heart knowing fully well that he loves you and he will never suffer your feet to be moved intimacy with the holy spirit brings you to that point whereby your faith is grounded in him you know like you are too, you are too aware of the things that he can do 
Intimacy with the Holy Spirit brings you to that point whereby you don't have to put out a fleece for you to trust his voice. You know, putting out a fleece was something like what Gideon did in scriptures and all of that. Intimacy with him brings you to that point whereby you don't have to put out a fleece. You trust his heart. We have a friend in Jesus. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit helps you other human relationships. It teaches you how to communicate with other people, how to relate with other people. How to be a shining light to people around you. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit is a growth process. Every day is always better than the last. And so on this note, I'm going to be leaving you with this. He loves you so much more than you can ever imagine. And he wants to partner with you. He wants you to partner with him as he partners with you on this journey through life. And as we behold his face in the mirror, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory to greater glory (laughs) to greater glory and to greater glory. The Bible says that the path of the just is as a shiny light that shines brighter and brighter unto a more perfect day. All right. So till I come your way again. My name is Oloa Shindara, and don't forget that you are fiercely loved. Alright, so I'm going to be leaving you with this song, Talking to Jesus, by Maverick City and Elevation Worship. Talking to Jesus for the rest of your